Hello, hello, and welcome to the Beautifully Authentic Podcast. I am your host, Erin Faith. This is a podcast where we discuss breaking down the barriers to finding beauty for the body, mind, and soul, because real beauty is being your authentic self. In this podcast, we will be getting real about topics such as love, beauty, spirituality, and our true feelings on the issues of life. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If any of you listen to The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God and DJ Envy, you'll know that DJ Envy and his wife Gia recently either released a book or they're about to release a book uh, about their marriage, their life, whatever. And in a recent interview, Gia shared that she would fake orgasms for like 10 years. 10 long years. So Gia said, we would be intimate and he would be putting his best foot forward. He lives to make me happy. So I would see him trying and really going to work. You want to reward my, sorry, you want to reward that man for that work. And the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But even if I didn't feel it, I would still be performative. So many women are performative in their relationships and they deny themselves pleasure due to their man's ego. Or in Gia's case, she said that she was performative because she didn't really know her body. She didn't know what felt good to her or how she could be pleased. But for 10 years, ladies, your pleasure matters. Stop being performative. Your pleasure matters. And we recorded this episode actually before this article or interview came out. So I know it's right on time. Sensuality is about living in the expression of who you are. This is a statement that Jacqueline Greeley lives by and helps other women to empower themselves to do the same. As an empath and healer, Jackie, or affectionately called Coach Jax, creates healing transformative spaces that gives women permission to live life unapologetically. As the founder of Mirrored Vision Coaching, LLC, Jackie is purposed to help usher women into divine love and acceptance of themselves through safe talk spaces, retreats, teaching, coaching, and womb healing. She believes that women through traumas, fears, abuse can live or choose to live a life on their own terms and of their own making. From a young age, Jackie was always curious about human behavior and sexuality. Alongside her young teen books were reference guides on psychology, medical articles, and a few steamy romance novels from her grandmother's bookshelf. In college, she became a peer health educator as part of her work-study program, assisting in clinics and workshops. Soon, she was leading a weekly contraception workshop for health clinic patients. Though post-college took her on a different path, women's empowerment never strayed far from her heart. In 2013, after suffering a devastating loss, Jackie became a certified yoga instructor and shortly after became a full-circle doula, Focusing on the care of women in postpartum, she was once able, again, to support and educate women on accepting themselves wholly, especially sexually. Once again, at the start of the 2020 pandemic, Jackie was offered an opportunity to fulfill her childhood dream of becoming a sexologist. In 2021, Jackie became a certified clinical sexuality coach and master sexpert. Jacqueline holds a master in public administration in over 10 years with the federal government. She also holds several trainings and certifications in birth work, yoga, and Reiki practitioner, womb health, and administration. Please welcome Jackie to the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beautifully Authentic. I am your host, Erin Faith, and I have an amazing guest here who we're going to get real and talk about uh, a topic 
that is near and dear to all of our hearts, but we may not have, uh, we may not admit that, but <laughs> I have Jackie Greeley here. Jackie, could you tell me or tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for um, allowing me to be on your show and to speak to your listeners. I am Coach Jackie, your sensual coach. Um, I am a certified clinical sexuality coach, um, as well as a master sexpert. This is, um, I actually had a question today from someone who said, how did you find your niche? And I had to think about it for a second. And I said, you know, um, being a sexuality coach chose me. I was a sexologist since I was a kid. I just didn't know what mm. that meant because I was that kid who was comfortable and open about talking about sex, body parts. I was in the library looking at, um, you know, different books on <laughs> diseases and all of that. Um, and that has helped shape who I am today. Um, I have a philosophy that women deserve pleasure in all areas of our lives, especially Black women. Um, and in a lot of ways, we self-sacrifice and self-sabotage our pleasure, especially in sensual and sexual arenas. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is self-denial of self, of body, um, shame, fear, guilt. And so I help women process these emotions, these feelings, and help them come up with their own plan, their own goals to manifest the lives that they desire, the desire through their sensual and sexual pleasure. We're not separate beings, right? We're, we're made up into a lot of different things. And so we can't operate without addressing all areas of our life. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I help women break through those blockages that they have around their pleasure, um, they walk taller, their head is held high. Um, she's glowing. There's a radiance. There's a confidence um, about herself that she didn't have before, or she dropped it along the way and just needed help picking it back up. Mm -hmm. And so being your essential coach, <laughs> um, I provide space for women to do that in a transformative and a healing way. Um, so that's who I am. I love that. I'm so happy to have you and that you you touched on our topic, which is like women, we deny ourselves pleasure. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we don't know what we want in yes. the bedroom because of um, maybe the way we were programmed to believe. Mm -hmm. So for example, I grew up in a very religious environment and, you know, the church mothers gave us guidance on what we should and shouldn't do in the bedroom. Right. And we're programmed to be so modest mm -hmm. <laughs> in the bedroom <laughs> and we're programmed to believe that the man is the leader of that experience and that his pleasure is put before ours or his pleasure is the only pleasure that matters in that experience. Um, so in your, um, with your clientele and your experience, so I know we have the religious trauma, right? We have the generational <laughs> trauma, yeah. I guess, yeah. but what are some other reasons like why women deny themselves of pleasure? Well, I think what you just said is a lot of where that comes from. We aren't taught, most of us aren't taught to simply explore, being curious about life. Mm -hmm. We really only know 
to your point, home, church, and school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and outside of that, you know, um, and there's lots of different reasons for that, but we're not taught to explore outside of the things that are comfortable to our to our parents or to the people that raised us, right? Because they they may not have had that experience. And so we come with um, a level of, um, or more so a lack of curiosity in our own, in, be, in our own selves. Mm-hmm. And I would even say that even the process of questioning things, because, you know, we're told, we're told and we're taught, you don't question God, you don't question. And I think for a lot of women, there's this, that, this, this battle going on inside of them of um, wanting to be right and wanting to please God or to please their husband or to please, but there's another part of them that is saying, I'm not being heard. I'm not being seen. Um, No one understands me. I want to express myself in a certain way, but I won't be supported if I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And going through that process is one that can disrupt your whole, whole world because I like to work, I like to say with my clients or just women that I work with that you have to see yourself clearly. And sometimes that means um, clearing out people, places, experiences, things that no longer serve you Mm -hmm. or represent a version of you that is no longer there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so We have that aspect of why it may be a little difficult for women to pursue their owning or exploring their sexuality. And I know that you didn't question it that way, but ultimately that's what it kind of boils down to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also think that it is, um, I would say it's the fear of the unknown. What happens if I do like something or it it fits me or it resonates with who I am? What if that means that I have to give up what I thought I what I grew up with, what I thought I knew, but what's my comfort zone? Mm-hmm. And when women take a stand to choose them, I love to say be selfish. Yes. <laughs> Choose you mm-hmm. because you are the one that you have to live with for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. People come and go. Um, but if you don't know how to exist with you and the nuances of who you are, the complexities of who you are, um, no one else will. And you'll be held to the version or the type of person that that they molded you to be who really isn't you. Mm -hmm. And so you go off living life unsatisfied and disenfranchised and really living a half existence because it's not, it's not living in the expression of who you truly are. Mm. Um, I hope I answered the question. But I knocked it down on if a little bit more, but um, I like I really believe it. It's being honest and true with who are you, mm-hmm. um, and I, that was actually one of my very first coaching programs. Is called it was called Who Are You because we take on a persona of someone else because we're afraid of being who we really are. And when we get down to the, to the root of who we are, we realize, yes, there are some things about me that are tried and true, but then that mask that I've been wearing for other people, that's got to go. And this is who I am. And I, and I walk women through that process of claiming themselves. Wow. 
<laughs> deep. <laughs> so that brings me to the question of, so let's say we have women who they know what they might like, or they know what they like, but haven't fully explored it. Mm-hmm. Or you have women who are in relationships or situations where they don't even know what they like, right? Because they've conformed so much to their partner's needs or, you know, Mm -hmm. to whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, How does one first begin to confront what they like, right? Mm -hmm. And how does one begin to figure out what they like? Right. Okay. So this is kind of what I really love. Like this is the juicy part for me. (laughs) Um, So I love exploring. Mm -hmm. Again, I was that kid who I I was curious, like I saw something on TV, right? Because let's not, let's not act like we didn't learn about sex or passion or sensuality, not in our families or our Mm -hmm. homes, but outside of it. Right. Right. So Mm -hmm. we saw something on tv for me it was real sex oh, <laughs> on was it on cinemax or hbo yeah. that was on hbo real sex <laughs> like <laughs> i loved that show and again i was a kid but it mm-hmm. it was educational for me more so than you know so i'm coming from the space of being exploring mm-hmm. um so i think the first thing though is to for those women who are battling with, am I a freak? Am I, you know, am I going against God when I think about something that is supposed to not be, is not right? Mm -hmm. Um, First, you have to reconcile in your mind who God is to you. Um, Because if God didn't want us to have pleasure, why were we made to experience it? Right. Anatomy 101, your clitoris is made purely for the purpose of pleasure. So if we weren't supposed to have pleasure, why is that the part of our anatomy that is supposed to experience that? Mm -hmm. Um, So then after that, we have to say, I am enough. Anything that God, goddess, creator, universe, whomever you believe in or don't made you as I'm enough as I am. Mm -hmm. There's there is nothing wrong about me. Mm -hmm. Nothing. And so when we start to heal, at least confront those things that that we've made been made to believe that we were wrong about or we you know dress too provocatively quote unquote or um you know we have too much breast at 12 but I'm this is the body I was given right Mm -hmm. or you know too much behind in those jeans okay but I get it from my mamas (laughs) you know like what am I supposed to do with that but we're told that certain parts of our body are are enticing the people and not to wear certain clothes in order to not um, take other people off of their their way, right? But there's no concern for for me and my safety and who I am exploring and defining myself as the sensual person that I am. Um, So confronting those things that we've been made to believe about ourselves and, and affirming to ourselves, I am enough, I am worthy. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we take that attitude of exploration, um, whether you're single, whether you're partnered, you, um, you make, you make it fun, seek out the information that you're interested in. If you thought it, somebody else has, and nine times out of 10, there's a website, there's a podcast, there's a TikTok, fake, you know, it's out there, right? It's out. There. It's app. It's out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're not alone. You're you're really not alone, even if it's something dark. And our and as humans, we have to admit that we can get into some dark spaces. Mm-hmm. It's out there. 
it's being able to filter through in a healthy way. Um, and so whether, again, if you're partnered or not, if you're single, um, go about it in a fun way, in an educational way. Um, find people that you can trust with just sharing how you feel, right? And if you are someone who is partnered you, and your partner is not comfortable, talk to them, right? A lot of times they have their own um their own feelings that they have to deal with, right? I don't want to see, you know, I don't want to, I'm gentle, I'm a gentle lover type of thing. I don't want to mm -hmm. be rough with you. I don't want to, you know, spank you too hard. I don't want to, you know, I don't want other people looking at you. I don't want another person, you know, being with you. It runs the gamut, right? Mm -hmm. If, you know, if you're with a man, most men are territorial, um, and possessive and so they don't want their man or their excuse me their woman to, their quote unquote their woman <laughs> to mm -hmm. be with someone else you know <laughs> but that could be your biggest fantasy right and you can let the, him know like this is what it does for me I don't want them right but I want I like the feeling of being um overpowered or dominated or you know using words like that to describe the feelings that you're having and not just saying, I want you to, you know, use me. Mm -hmm. And well, explain what that means to you. Explain that. Find the words that describe what are inside of you. Um, and then, you know, you can always <laughs> sign up for my classes. Yes. <laughs> my sips and simulations where we, you know, we talk about it and we do it all. Um, and again, and, and then just to kind of touch on what I do, um, my areas of focus tend to be on um, BDSM and kink play, as well as um different love styles. So polyamorous um, and how that looks. I don't solely focus on those areas, but I have um, practical um, and uh, research knowledge on those areas so that I'm, I'm able to help women find the words that they need to express what they're feeling. Because mm -hmm. sometimes when you want to act on something, whether it's, you know, as simple as wearing lacy underwear. So for some women, that is very, like, that takes them outside their body, hmm. right? So walking them through that process of loving their bodies, appreciating their bodies can help in wearing, you know, lacy underwear for a week straight. And then we go up into, you know, the far end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so being able to share that information or that knowledge to help a woman in whatever stage of her process is um, where I feel I am the most effective in helping them. I'm not, it's not me. <laughs> They're not mm -hmm. my fantasies, right? But um, I know what I know what you feel. I know, I understand what you are going through because mm -hmm. I've been there too. Sometimes I still do, you know, um, but I have to remember, and I share this with my clients or any woman that I'm working with, again, affirm yourself. We are deserving of pleasure and being in spaces that honor us and, um, and allowing us to be who we are as we are. So I love that there are people like you. I'm glad that you exist because <laughs> <laughs> for women who, you know, they might see something on Netflix. So like, like Netflix has come out with a lot of um, they have stepped it up. Yeah, a they lot have. of things. And they've opened people's eyes to mm. different things that they probably didn't even know about, right? Yes. So, and I'm glad people like, like the services that you offer are so important because back in the 90s, even early 2000s, for women to explore what they like or, you know, want to see what's out there, 
they would have to resort to porn mm-hmm. basically right mm-hmm. and there's a dark side of porn you know mm-hmm. and you don't people don't want to go down that road and it's not healthy it becomes unhealthy for um some people so the services that you provide like bdsm and kink play like so many women <laughs> would be so scared to talk about that to their mm-hmm. friend their mm-hmm. family um yeah. would be scared to even type it in on google you know <laughs> because of what could come up right because right. it's extreme it can get extreme it can um so i'm happy that you provide that space for women, a safe space to go deeper. So a woman has confronted, she's affirmed herself, she's explored. Now comes communication. And you did say, Mm -hmm. you touched on this, but now that I, I know what I like, right? It's time for me to tell my partner, male or female, what I like. So let's say I want to be choked now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I want you to, um, you know, be a bit tougher on me. Mm-hmm. And my partner's just like, no. How do you go about being in a situation where you're in a relationship where your needs are not being met? Now, it doesn't have to be choking, but I know men who don't give oral sex. Mm-hmm. And oral sex is a big component of of sex and it's big for women like i you know some women can't orgasm without it right so you're in a relationship with a man who won't give you oral sex how do you communicate (laughs) and how do you i guess um conquer that hurdle um so communication in any relationship is key like we know that but sex brings out a different level of communication that a lot of people tend to not veer in like as we mentioned before um women don't really know what satisfies them or pleasures them because they've been taught to accept whatever that man or woman has done to them or what they are satisfied with right so if she's learned that you know she's not going to receive oral pleasure, but she's required to give him pleasure. She's not really going to venture out, right? That her pleasure becomes Mm one-sided or she only becomes programmed to do things a certain way because she knows she'll get a certain response at the end. Um, So when she takes her pleasure back, that is where she can start to be empowered in her own self. And that's not to say she's going to go rogue and like leave her partner. She mm-hmm. may, but she this may, may just cheating. be the catalyst. <laughs> you, you know, this may just be the catalyst, mm-hmm. but it can start with, you know, um, the conversations. Hey, I have this new, you know, I just, I, I just ate a whole bunch of pineapple. Come see what it tastes like. Like flirt. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of women don't flirt. I don't like flirting. I, I will. It's not natural. People say I do, but I don't think I flirt well at all. But being flirty, coquettish, um, mm-hmm. enticing, um, cunning with your words. Um so leading your partner to do something in a way that is dropping those hints, but doing it in a playful way or, you know, in the act of sex, placing your partner's hand on your throat. And, you know, there's a, I love BDSM for the fact that it's a very skilled part of play mm. because you're dealing with the body in so many scary so you can you can you can die it can be scary people can die (laughs) if you don't know what you're doing right um so you can't just put someone's hand on your throat and say choke me Mm -hmm. they need to know where on your neck they need to place their hand on your pulse points and what you know so 
guiding them to your throat, to your neck, and just placing it there. And then tapping into that vixen inside of you and say, see how wet I'm getting? Don't you like, you know, does that turn you on? I like when you, you know, squeeze a little harder. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting wetter, you know, talking to your partner. Some of us have difficulty doing dirty talk, you know, or just talking in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Just like, (laughs) if it causes me to speak more than like two sentences, I don't feel like doing that. It just, (laughs) Right. So it could be, it could be out of the comfort zone of, um, you know, it can be out of our comfort zone, Mm -hmm. but it can be effective because, and we, I talked about this recently on, um, on one of my steps and stimulation where, um, especially in the church, we're expected to be chaste and pure and virgin. Mm-hmm. But then we're expected to kind of know. Be a freak be after freak you get married, right? Right. When we get married, that's a double standard. Mm-hmm. And so um, we don't typically know how to tap into that vixen inside of us that is saying, I'm confident. I may be nervous and scared, but I'm going to go for what I want, mm-hmm. you know? So communication um, definitely involves talking, talking to your partner about what interests you. Um, Hey, let's watch this movie. Or I found this article. um, I saw this clip. I plenty of times I, I like impact play. So I want you to put your hand on my body and like, put me through the wall, not (laughs) don't harm me, but I want, I need you to put some behind that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I am quick to send my partners a clip of spanking that I enjoy, mm-hmm. right? So sharing with your partner clips that you find, let's try this, or what do you think about this? And then ultimately you do have those women whose partner is completely off, off, hands off, and they want nothing to do with this side of you. That's where deeper exploration um, in, is this relationship serving me? And if not, but I still want this person, how can I get what I want without resorting to sneaking behind their back or cheating on them? Mm-hmm. That opens up a whole nother, am I supposed to go unsatisfied? Because sex is a healthy part of, of, of a relationship. It is. And if you're, if one partner is not willing to hear you, not just listen, but to hear you, where is this coming from? And that's where I help women develop those words. Like, where is that deep down inside is this this coming from? What is that need that is not being addressed Mm -hmm. that you need fulfilled? And if your partner is on the receiving end and they hear you, then they know what to do. Okay, she needs to feel safe. She needs to feel wanted. Yes, I give her what she needs, but she needs this as well. For those partners that are willing to hear and act and change, your sex life will improve and get Mm -hmm. better. If not, there may be some other things in your relationship that you need to seek some help and determine, is this going to work? Because eventually you are possibly going to step out of your relationship and if their agreement is not yes you could have a boyfriend a girlfriend a play partner you know a friends with benefits if that's not part of your agreement or you've even talked to your partner about you're going to be tempted and if you don't want to bring discourse to your relationship you have to be honest yeah. With yourself and with your partner and the reality of where you are now and where it's going to happen in the future. Mm. Now, do you provide couples counseling therapy sessions? I've been asked <laughs> that. And so I'm not a therapist. Okay. I don't like to put it around in a therapist term. Mm-hmm. Coaches work great with um with therapists because mm-hmm. we are um we can't we provide like the practical 
application to the to the goals that you have right so we kind of mm-hmm. do the step by step um but I've been asked that a lot and I haven't had a coach a couples session yet but I know in the future it's, it's going to happen um and I, I only get a lot of interest yes and I say this because and I know I'm I don't want to get too winded but <laughs> um a couple like earlier this year I was doing um a lot of work around intimacy and I'm going to be um doing some talks and and classes and workshops on intimacy Mm -hmm. but it was interesting because God gives you what you need and I didn't realize but I was deeply missing my person like deeply missing him Mm -hmm. and he came back in my life and the journey that we've been on since February has been one where i I'm learning, we are building our intimacy in a way that we didn't know how to do three years ago when we were together. Mm-hmm. And because I could not articulate, it's not that I felt like I couldn't articulate what I needed because I felt like I did. I was too blinded by my own insecurities and what I thought um, he wasn't providing me, but he really kind of was. And so I left him. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I left him mm-hmm. and he came back. And this journey that we're on, I never thought I would really be here. And so I'm able to apply what I've learned and to be able to, to provide that real life. This is what happens when you incorporate intimacy in your life intimacy is not just sex Mm -hmm. intimacy is talking intimacy is building intimacy is connecting and sometimes that's what couples need to just be intimate yeah and relearning what that is um so that was a long answer to say (laughs) that at some point yes I will be coaching couples um Because my life right now is, I'm going through that testimony. (laughs) I love it. it. Yes, I'm going (laughs) through it. But um, but it's good. But it's good um, Mm because I appreciate him so much more. And he sees me in a different way. Um, and our love is just, you know, um it's different. It's Mm -hmm. always been there, but it's different. Um, because we're different people than we were three years ago and we can hear um, and relate at a different way so yeah I definitely I definitely will be um, getting the couples yes go through with you know finish the testimony and then yes, go ahead right. and add that service <laughs> to the list <laughs> right. right I do um um, but I definitely enjoy the spaces with women because mm-hmm. as um, we briefly, you know, chatted about before, we are longing for spaces where we can um, be free mm-hmm. and be safe mm-hmm. being free. Um, and that, I believe, is where real healing can happen. Um, and so once that healing happens with that woman, mm-hmm. it leaks into every other part of her life, including her relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have a question. So we talked about women in relationships. So now let's talk about the single woman, mm-hmm. the woman who doesn't want to go out there and be sexually active with multitude of men or women. Um, but still want to explore like what they like. So is masturbation the only way? No. And if, okay, okay, yes, explain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, masturbation, self-love, I sh- should be for everyone mm-hmm. um, because that is where we learn the most about our bodies. Mm-hmm. Again, most of most women have been taught about their bodies through the lens of someone else Mm 
usually a man. Um, there are women who don't even know what the inside of their vagina feels like because they don't touch themselves. They don't taste themselves. How do you expect to know if anything is wrong with your body if you don't know what it feels like? Um, and that is, that troubles me. That, 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 that hurts me because not just out of, for a, at, for us, um, like a physical release of pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's your body, sis. <laughs> and you don't know what it feels like. You don't know what it tastes like. You don't know if it, anything is wrong. Um, and there's, I go back to it. There is nothing wrong with you. Right. Your body is not dirty. Mm -hmm. Your body is not unclean. It's not evil. It's not sinful. Um, care for yourself. Care for your body. Um, indulge yourself. Get some luxurious lotion, oils, um, yoni wash. Stop using soap. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, use soap because you need to clean it. But... <laughs> right know how to properly care for your for your vulva and your vagina um stop putting things in it to try to make it smell there's nothing wrong with your smell mm -hmm. your smell is indicative of what's going on with your body so if you're always trying to cover it up with flowers and so, no no it's not supposed to smell like roses it's not <laughs> it's not and lavender um, Right. But aside from that, um, <laughs> but aside from that, self-pleasure masturbation is healthy. Mm -hmm. We should be having orgasms at least seven times a week. Really? Yes. Seven and that's times. just for the health benefits. Orgasms can help with stress, lower blood pressure, um, your heart. It provides cardio. Like there's so many health benefits with your body in an induced state that we've been taught not to do that. Mm -hmm. We need orgasms at least seven to eight times a week. Most of us aren't even having that a month. Right. Some women okay. don't have seven to eight orgasms a year. Right. Um, and that's, you know, we can, I've talked about celibacy and abstinence and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, there's differences. There's, they, they are not the same. They are mm -hmm. different. Um, but um, there's nothing wrong with, with masturbation. If anything, um, you should be feeling yourself looking in. So one of the exercises that I have with my clients is I take them through a mirror exercise and I have them sit or lie in front of a mirror starting with five, 10, 15, 20 minute increments, no music, you know, just them, just them mm -hmm. and start in the mirror and they go from the top of their head down to the bottom of their feet and back up again. They're to do like a slow meditation of their body, either first with a gaze and then we start with the touch. And a lot of the feedback that I get is that it's, difficult it's hard because what comes up in this process is all the shit mm -hmm. that people say it about us right you're too fat you're too tall you're too short you have big hips you know you're a slut you you you're promiscuous you're all the stuff right that we've been taught about ourselves comes up mm -hmm. and then the the second part of this exercise that I had them do is so they have to write all that down but then they have to fill themselves back up with what they say about themselves that's the other hard part that they have that they have because we're so used to hearing the bad right drowning out that voice inside of us that little girl who needs to be heard mm -hmm. she's been drowned out that teenage girl 
that young woman, right? So we, I get my clients to start to talk back to themselves. Who are you, right? Back to who are you? Who do you mm-hmm. say you are? And then they have to fill themselves up with those affirmations five, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, every morning, or when you get a chance, get naked. And even that, right? (laughs) Difficult for my client. (laughs) But we do it. And the four to six weeks after they've been working with me, it's they're a whole nother person. Whole nother person. Um, and it's, you know, we're humans, we, mm-hmm. we slip up, right. We go through things, but I always have them go back to who do you say you are? Mm-hmm. That's why I, my program, who are you? Who are you? That's who you say you are. So explore yourself. You are the one who knows yourself best. Um, masturbate, not just for the health benefits, but because it's pleasure and you deserve it. Right. And it's saving lives, you know? Right. Because (laughs) if I don't get in a good head space, (laughs) if I can't get sleep. Right. We're going to have problems. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And like, you just answered my next question of how can women be more confident in the bedroom? Or you, you answered part of it, like that exercise that you just explained. I think that would definitely, you know, make a woman more confident in the bedroom because she knows who she is. She knows that she's this shit, right? She knows that she deserves everything that she wants. So, wow. Mm. And I feel like I need to say this. So I love, so I love doing confidence in the bedroom because I, I kind of go for what I want. So mm-hmm. not that I don't have my own things, right? But um, it made me think when we start to build up our confidence in ourselves that we do not have to perform for love. Mm. Who you are, again, who you are is enough. So come in as you are in that bedroom. Be soft, be yielding, be excited, be energetic be aggressive, be assertive, Mm -hmm. get what you want. Pleasure is yours in every aspect of your life, but especially, especially in the bedroom, because that is where you are the most vulnerable. Yes. And sometimes the most unexpected people can bring the best out of us. Pleasure is your birthright. It is our birthright. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. It is. I love this conversation. I do want you to explain to our listeners about your sips and stimulation, because I cannot wait to take part in this and participate. So if you could tell our listeners about that. Yes, absolutely. So um, sips and stimulation is a grown woman affair. Um, where we have grown woman conversation with your favorite beverage. And we talk about all things sensual and sexual. And it goes, it goes in, it goes in. Um, It's not recorded. So you don't have to worry about, um, you know, you can come on camera. You don't have to be, you can Mm -hmm. come, um, well, I'm not going to do this for the sips and simulation, but for my programs, I'm going to incorporate um, a, a con- not a condition, but I'm going to open it up so that I want you to come as you are. If you want to, if you're feeling like a dominatrix that night, come in some leather mm-hmm. and be on, you know, in our sessions. If you're feeling like a robe or lace or nothing at all, do that. Um, but sips and stimulation is really just a girl's night in, um, where we, where we talk and we share. And, um, the first one was, um, in April and that was on sex confidence. Um, and we talked a lot about what we talked about this evening or, uh, you know, for this show in that 
sometimes our upbringing or things that we learn throughout life can impede those things that we really want in life. But when we take a stance, again, to choose us, we realize that too much time has passed to not go for what we want. Mm -hmm. And um, sex confidence can come in so many different ways. It's either, you know, it's not whether or not you got it or not, because we all have it. Mm -hmm. It's where you are in yourself that you can feel comfortable expressing that. Um, But we talked about a lot of good things. We talked about... um, we talked about, you know, that feeling, that look that men get when they first put that the tip in. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, let's have a dick for 12, <laughs> for 24 hours, right? Like <laughs> we love that. Like we were all talking about what we would do. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so it may seem like it doesn't make sense, but a lot of that, you know, it does. It does all tie in. Um, but some upcoming, um, discussions we're going to do on, um, being a lady in the sheets, an alpha lady in the streets and an alpha lady in the sheets. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a lot of women who are, you know, I want to explore my dominant side Mm -hmm. and what does that look like? You know, um, I've been asking people have been asking me, do you ever know of any classes? And I actually have found some for um for some friends who are interested in tapping into their dominant side and what that looks like. And um we're gonna talk about different love styles. I like the song by Mfume, You, Me, and He, mm-hmm. which is about poly relationships. Um, talking about, you know, self-pleasure, talking about um, bringing toys into the bedroom, what that means, what that does, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what does it mean to have intimacy and pleasure and sex as a differently abled person? What if you get sick? Mm-hmm. What if you lose a limb? Right. Are you supposed to stop having sex? No, not at all. And there's some man or woman who is still going to find you sexually attractive, Mm -hmm. whether you're blind, deaf, no arms, no legs. We're all a little quote unquote crazy. So (laughs) mental health, you know, (laughs) all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to have to, you know, to navigate living as a sensual sexual person while you are dealing with mental, um, mental health? Right. What if you are on medications? That means nothing other than you are taking medications to balance you out. Right. Right. So we're going to be talking about a lot of things over the next year. Um, Substance simulation is free. Again, it is it's um, it's a space for women to talk. Um, It is free. It's not recorded. It's once a month right now. Um, And it's a space to, to come and learn and share from other like-minded women. Because um, like I said before, if you thought it, someone's done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they can give you tips on how to do it. And better. they can give you tips. <laughs> there are some things that I, I'm like, oh, really? Let me look that up. Because mm-hmm. I don't know everything. Right. Um, and I'm, listen, I don't mind having a conversation about sex. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I get pictures from my friends all the time because I'm also a doula and a birth worker. So I've seen your vagina. I've seen your Mm -hmm. vulva. I've seen your nipples. Like bodies don't bother me. They don't. (laughs) I love them. I love, this sounds probably going to sound weird to your listeners, but I love women. I Mm -hmm. love our bodies. I love who we are. As far as sexuality, I doing love women Mm -hmm. but who we are is just magnificent right and um and we are divine and we are powerful and we are soft and we are deserving of everything that we want 
Um, and so I want that whatever space that I create for us to do that, I want us to walk away being empowered. Mm-hmm. I want us to walk away being educated. And I want you to be inspired to continue manifesting the life that you desire. Yes. Uh, so before I have you tell the listeners where they can find you and okay. where they can find the sips and stimulations, okay. um, can you, this is a more lighter question. Mm-hmm. Are there any websites or toys that you recommend for women to get their journey of exploration started? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was okay. I was thinking about this the other day because I was like, I was gonna do a reel. And I was like, what would be my top five like toys? Mm-hmm. So oh gosh. Okay. The, I, I don't see people talking about this one anymore. But a few years back, there was this toy called the accommodator. Mm. The accommodator was this phallus shaped um, toy. It was like, you know, soft. It was, you know, swinging around, whatever. But it was, it had like a band attached to it. And it can be attached to the head or it can be attached to like the thigh. So, you know, you could ride it. Or if someone was giving you oral, that they, you know, you would have their mouth on you but then you would have the phallus that was inserted inside of you Mm. so I had a female partner at the time and we bought this toy and it was the best like really most men the when I've suggested this you know at the water cooler most people were like yeah my man's not going to um, go for that some may not, but again, it doesn't have to be used on the head, though the advertising, the box shows, you know, the accommodator on the face, mm-hmm. um, but it can be get used, you know, on the thigh. Um, it's a great device for people who their, their male partner may be impotent mm-hmm. or, um, you know, not able to maintain an, an erection. So it can be used as, you know, a dildo with, mm-hmm same sex or different sex you know person so but um I loved it because it was like having it was it was being orally satisfied as well as having a fullness inside as well right it's two for one right so that would be like it's it's out there like it is so out there and some people are so uncomfortable when they just see it on the face Mm -hmm. but it is Probably, it work. <laughs> it's probably my top, my top toy. And you don't have to use it, you know, it doesn't have to be for same, same gender. Mm-hmm. But um, if you are same gender loving or exploring, that's a good one to have. The accommodator. Okay. The that accommodator. sounds dangerous. <laughs> that, sounds so dangerous. that was a that was a fun one. That was a fun, <laughs> that was a fun one. Okay. And I've heard a lot about the rose on uh, like social media and TikTok. I actually don't have a rose. I'm scared because of all the reviews. I would say if not everyone is going to respond well to the um, to the rose, and I think that's what mm-hmm. you know a lot of the reviews say. My number one probably fallback on that type of excuse me vibrator. Um, really would be a Hitachi. Hmm. Um, it's the, it looks like it's called a massager, has like a big, like bulbous head and they can be wireless or they could be corded. The old school ones are corded, but it can go to like 10 speeds. Um, it's typically, again, it's advertised as a massager, but the Hitachi is used, you know, mm-hmm. um, it can be used as a sex toy. That's probably another, you know, old faithful that if you don't really like um, suction, because mm-hmm. the rose is more suction, yeah, then go for go and go for what you like. Don't Just hurt because yourself. That's the popular thing out there, right. right? Don't, 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 don't suck your skin off, right? 
because oh. that's a popular toy. Mm-hmm. No. Um, bullets. Some people don't like big, bulky toys, right? Mm-hmm. So bullets, they don't, they, those have come a long way. Bullets can be, you know, again, wireless. They can be corded. Um, they can be ergonomically uh, capable for if you have, you know, small hands or large mm-hmm. hands or arthritis. Um, if you are, if you have skin sensitivities, um, and I know this is a whole other topic, but if you have skin sensitivities, um, you might have to invest a little bit more in a quality toy. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the Lilo products, and I'm not advertising, but Lilo products are ones that are a little bit more on the higher end, but um, they're made out of materials that are safe for the body. Um, so sometimes you, you, based on your body's response to some of these toys, you might need to do a higher end um, because you may not respond well to certain chemicals that are in toys. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to use lubricants and things of that nature, they should be water-based or silicone-based because, again, um, your body may be sensitive um, and it helps to reduce uh, bacteria and things of, like, of that nature. If you don't have a partner, it's okay to put a condom on your dildo. It's okay to do that. Even though it's you pleasuring yourself, mm-hmm. put a condom on your on your toy. Because again, you, the vaginas are extremely sensitive um, and you may not be able to handle the material on your toy, but that's what you have to work with. Slip, slap a condom on it. Um, so have fun, try different things. There's tons of sites. I probably couldn't name. My old faithful is Eaton's Fantasy. That's been around for years. Um, Eaton's Fantasy. (laughs) Eaton's Fantasy. They have very well-priced, um, items. Mm Um, if you're interested in fetish or BDSM, there's um, fetlife.com, I believe it is. Um, if you like if you like porn or you like erotica, but you want people who look like you, and if you're black, you want people to look like you. My favorite site is um, right currently is black black touch. Dot com. They're also on um, Instagram, but they do self-made um, movies, erotica, hmm. and they have a free and they have a paid site. And the creator pretty much was like, I was tired of seeing porn that didn't really represent my community. Hmm. And um, the site is very hot. <laughs> very hot um I would invest even if it's just for a month just to kind of see the videos and Mm -hmm. it might you know spark some inspiration um but there's a lot of you know there's a lot of not so good things out there but there's a lot of good things um Mm -hmm. you can find a lot of people if you're interested in like I said dominatrix or Submission, submission, spanking, erotic, erotic play, different type of relationships. It's out there. Plug it in, you know, social media, Google, um, and just kind of cipher through what kind of energy are you getting from these sites? You don't have to take everything that you see, right? right. But know that it's out there. It's, right. it's out there. And then you have to just kind of vet. I know, I know things can seem very exciting at first and you're mm-hmm. like overwhelmed with just information, but try to bring it back and remember your goal, right? You can't really, you can't trust everybody. Yeah. I think we touched on this earlier for single women, um, but even if you don't have a partner, you can still have sex with people and not be in a committed relationship. Right. Have your boundaries. 
right stick with them and go get yours <laughs> you can yes. have you can make arrangements with people with for anything there are some people who only want to have a sexual relationship with you and it doesn't make you anything other than that they see something in you that they appreciate right it doesn't make you a hoe it doesn't (laughs) at all it doesn't and to that point I recently ended a six-year friendship with someone where we really only got together to have sex Mm -hmm. but it was a friendship right but we we, we, we agreed from the beginning, I can't, I can't give you a relationship, but I can give you a good time. And he did that for six years mm-hmm. until it was time for me to say, okay, you know what? I want more. Right. And those types of situations all have an expiration. They do. <laughs> Dates, and you so. have to be willing to, I didn't think it would take six years, mm-hmm. right? But once it was time to end it, I, I I was ready to stand on that. Mm-hmm. And it hurt telling him that, yes. But if I know he can't give me what I want, why am I staying? Right. Trust yourself. Right. Trust yourself. Trust that you know what you need. Mm-hmm. If you just need someone to pleasure you and serve you and worship you, call for that Mm -hmm. and then let god universe spirit do that right stop blocking what you need because you think you're supposed to do it a certain way remember again god is in the business of giving us what we want Mm -hmm. and god created pleasure for us to experience it trust yourself and then flow yes That's a word, trust yourself and then flow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. how can the listeners find you? So I am pretty easy to find. I am, um, I don't think I said this, but my business is called Mirrored Vision Coaching. And I am on Instagram, Facebook. Um, You can find me there as Mirrored Vision Coaching. My website is www.mirroredvisioncoaching.com. And you can also send me an email at um, Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I-E at mirroredvisioncoaching.com. There you can sign up on my mailing list for uh, my newsletter and any upcoming events that I may have, as well as signing up for Sips and Simulation. Um, I will be dropping programs throughout the year. So, um, don't feel like you can't have access to me, but for that deeper work and getting to what you really want, um, I will be releasing some programs and doing some, um, I will be doing some one-on-one coaching. So if you're not quite ready to do the group, I'm working in a group. I do provide um, one-on-one coaching as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you again. This this will not be the last time you see me um, or hear me talk to me. Um, Thank you again for coming on this episode and we will share more next time. you enjoyed listening to this episode if you would like to connect or be a guest on this podcast hit me up at efaithbeauty on instagram thank you for listening bye